Good day to you guys. We're coming at you today with a question. Uh, the question is, what is the second coming? And uh, that's asked right now uh, and around the world all over the place. ABC, NBC, all the, all the newscasts asking the question, what is the second coming? Um, uh, do you want to take that question and make a stab at an answer? Okay. Um I'd like to give sort of a big picture, maybe, of uh, the whole first and second coming. Of course, we know about the first coming, and that's when Jesus came uh, as a baby. Uh, It was even prophesied that he uh, was coming. Um, I like to look at that more as an event instead of just a... It's not a one-day happening. It's a, it's a bigger event. Like, like I was saying, it was prophesied. John the Baptist, his parents were told, you're going to have a son, and this son is going to be the forerunner of Jesus. And then Mary, uh, she, she was told, you're going to have a son, and you will call his name Emmanuel. And then later Joseph was also visited and said, go ahead and, and take Mary as your wife and you're going to have a son. You will call his name Jesus. And, and then we fast forward uh, 33 years later and we're in Jerusalem and we see that the purpose for Jesus coming is fulfilled there in the uh, crucifixion, the, the death the burial and resurrection of Jesus and the beginnings of the church after he resurrected. And that was a 33, 34-year event. And so instead of saying that the second coming is just all happening all at one time, I look at it like that's an event as well. And uh, we look at the whole picture. We have the rapture occurring, and that's not to be confused with the second coming. It's, it's part of the whole picture where Jesus comes back from heaven, but not all the way to the earth. He's still in the air where it talks about believers who are alive will be caught up and that's where we get the word for rapture they'll be caught up together with those who have already died and they're receiving their new bodies at that time and those who are alive their bodies are changed and they meet the Lord in the air and he takes the whole group back to heaven with with him Then there's seven years, at least seven years, it could be longer, that at the conclusion of that seven years, Jesus brings the same group back with him. And that's where we read in uh, the book of Revelation where Jesus is coming riding on a white horse and 
the host of heaven is with him and he comes back and uh, talks about him uh, setting foot there on the Mount of Olives and and going to Petra and you know that whole thing and and we'll talk about all of that but and even that's not the conclusion of that event because he uh, overthrows all of the enemies he uh, restores the Jews and he sets up his earthly kingdom that we know as the thousand year reign of Christ and that kind of is an overview of uh, real concise of both the first and the second coming yeah so the the first time that that he comes and then the second time that that this second coming is it, there there's two definitions in one would be the overview of the the rapture kicks it off uh then you have a tribulation and then what we refer to precisely as a second coming coming at the end some people would say the entire event is that's the second coming and that would be true but then sort of with where we're going with this today the the second coming uh under that umbrella is a specific time at the end of the tribulation then. yeah and people say well no one and the bible says no one knows the day or the hour uh, not even the son but only the father and and that's true bible says it but we can if you uh, i'm not going to be here and i know you're not going to be here but if you happen to be here during the tribulation when you reach the midpoint in that tribulation and jesus identified it as uh, there in matthew 24 the abomination that makes desolate where the antichrist goes in and profanes the temple sets up an image of himself there proclaims himself to be god and that's what is referred to as the abomination that makes desolate uh, there in the temple in jerusalem well we know from that point it's three and a half years till jesus returns but again, I don't plan to be here. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping three and a half years before that to be raptured out of here. Yeah, but that does bring up a good point because people will point to some scriptures, Matthew 24 and various ones, where it says no man knows the hour of the day. And then they'll say that makes no sense because uh, then you say you go to Daniel and you go through those studies three and a half years from that midpoint of the tribulation but we can count the days and say that's when he's coming back. But that's the confusion is the the Matthew 24 scripture is referring to the rapture when he he doesn't touch down. He's just up in the air versus the second coming at the end. We, we know once we reach the tribulation, we're going to be able to tell you right when he's coming back that's if we right. were here. Yeah. Uh, I'm again yeah. with you. Hope we not hope we're not here for that. So. Well, it was very interesting to me that even Jesus himself, he distinguished between the first and second coming. When he went back into Nazareth, 
He went to the synagogue and they handed him the book of the prophet Isaiah to read. And he opened that book and he found the place where it was written and he began reading, which says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And once he finished reading, he closed the book, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. And the eyes of everyone who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And then he said, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. This just really, really... Uh, started upsetting them. And you have to ask the question, why did this upset them for? Well, had you have been there, you would have understood that he quit reading in the middle of the passage. He didn't read the second part of it. And the reason for that is, he read the first part, that referred to the, sec- the first coming, And the second part referred to the second coming. Mm -hmm. And so um, we read in Isaiah chapter 61, that second part of that is, and the day of vengeance of our God is at hand to comfort all who mourn. And when you look at that second coming, it's a coming of judgment of wrath there is a question that's even asked in the scripture who is this coming from the area of Basra with blood on his vest Mm -hmm. and the answer is it's none other than the king of kings the lord of hosts And, and this is Jesus And even though we come back with him, he's the one who uh, has a double-edged sword who overthrows everyone who has gathered together in rebellion against him. And he's the one who deals with them. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a very interesting look in, uh, in the Old Testament at that. Uh, it, it brings it brings to light, uh, I think, some other questions that we're going to have to answer um, in in uh, future episodes because we're looking at we're looking at what is happening and what the second coming is, and now we're starting to get into the question of when is it going to happen and what is that going to look like. And so That's right. um, we're about out of time for today, but next time we'll pick up right where we are here and we'll just start talking about when are these events going to happen and uh, of course there's all kinds of things in scripture what are the signs you know all that kind of goes with that next question so uh, hey until next time guys uh, god bless you and uh, may the lord uh, keep and watch over you Uh, until next time